I'm Derek Thompson, longtime writer with The Atlantic magazine on tech, culture, and politics. There is a lot of noise out there, and my goal is to cut through the headlines, loud tweets, and hot takes in my new podcast, Plain English. I'll talk to some of the smartest people I know to give you clear viewpoints and memorable takeaways. Plain English starts November 16th. Listen for free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Fantasy Football Show. My name is Danny Heifetz. I am joined by Danny Kelly and Craig Horlbeck. And it is, we're recording Thursday. You're listening to this on Friday. So we are doing Shark Tank Prop Bets, baby. Coming to you for week 13. Doing I it love Shark your Tank energy, style. Heifetz. What? I love it. I love your energy. Yeah, well, I gotta, I gotta do the energy. I have very little energy left. Like, I got my booster yesterday, mm. and I'm just absolutely destroyed today. So you're getting the absolute last of my energy right They now. shouldn't call it a booster. It. That's kind of a... You know, it's an oxymoron. It makes you feel the opposite of a boost. Well, it boosts the immune system. I know. Yes. Well, it's like the, the whole point. I'm just saying. Everybody to be clear, shit it's, it's a, a very good thing to do, Craig. I don't yeah, know. Craig, you, know? Just, you know what? Enough people shitting on the vaccine, Craig. You know what? You got to pile on. You're like the late hit. Roughing the roughing the vaccine, Craig Horlbeck. Just do your own research, you know? <laughs> well, speaking of which, what a great segue, Craig. Antonio Brown has been suspended along with, I think, uh, a couple other bucks. Antonio Brown's been suspended three games for uh, quote-unquote misrepresenting, a.k.a. Uh, a forged vaccination card. So he's been he's been suspended for three games. I Can you cut him? Unless, it, like, unless you actually have already made the playoffs and are getting a first-round bye. Like, he's not going to play the next three games. If you're, like, fighting for a playoff spot, I don't know. I don't know. I think he probably... If you've been hanging on for, for this long... Because he's going to be back, and he's still got that. He'll be back week 16, which is the fantasy semis. You'll probably still play him, honestly, won't you? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I am just tired of this guy. Yeah, He's losing like like 185K for the suspension. The vaccine's free, folks. Just saying. (laughs) All right. uh, What else we got? Oh, Adrian Peterson. (laughs) Seattle Seahawk. How excited are we? Dude, why is this a thing? With that said, let's get let's let's kick off Shark Tank because my first bet has to do with the Seattle Seahawks. All right, let's All right. do it. Yes. Craig, lead right. us away. Sharks. My first bet today, I'm coming to you, a simple request, $5 investment on Russell Wilson to throw for less than 220, sorry, less than 230 passing yards. I'm in. Oh, free money? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'd love some free money. Thank you. Russ has done this one time in the last five games. 
Uh, he's also played the Niners this year, which he didn't throw for 230 yards. He actually threw for 149 yards in that game. The Seahawks <laughs> signed Adrian Peterson. That's so many less than 230. <laughs> That's like 80 yards less. Not to mention that the Niners are healthier and better now defensively. They're a top 12 team uh, in weighted DVOA defensively now. The Seahawks are crumbling. They try to, they're establishing the run. Pete Carroll said, Adrian, we're going to establish Adrian Peterson. He said that? Oh my God. Pete Carroll just tried to hire the guy closest in age to him, and it was Adrian <laughs> Peterson. So listen, the Niners have played. The last three games the Niners have played when they've really kicked it up in their three-game win streak, they've played Kirk Cousins, who they limited to 238 yards, Trevor Lawrence, 150, and Matt Stafford, 243 and two picks. Uh, 230 for Russ is high, considering he hasn't done this more than once in the last five games. It's kind of incredible that the oldest coach in the NFL is signing what is now the oldest running back in the NFL um, to play. He needs somebody to talk to about the good old days. <laughs> What was the war like? But and then we were like, well, we're in win now mode for three and eighteen with the top five draft pick that they've given away. Oh my god, that got me. What was this the is war a great like? bet, Craig? I, I mean, Russell Wilson. Th he it is so clear that he came back from this finger injury like way too early, and it's like it, it almost get RG three vibes where they're like all in for week one. They're like, I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna spend nineteen hours there rehabbing, and they're like, Wow, that was a terrible <laughs> idea. You like kind of need your finger to throw. I I I all those reasons I'm in here. So. Yeah, I mean, let me, I'll say, okay, I'm going to get to it. I'll get, I'll be in, but let me just explain my one concern here, Craig. Bill actually, I'm, I'm, this is a reverse psychology bet. I'm jinxing this because I'm starting him in fantasy and I want him to do well. <laughs> You're hedging, so I, okay. I need to win either way here. I'm either going to win money or win in fantasy. I, that's fair. Um, Bill actually texted me and he was like, why are this, why is the line three? Like, why aren't the 49ers favored? Because by like every Seahawks game is points. three points. And I was like, I, literally, this makes no sense, but also look at the history of Seahawks versus 49ers. Like, Russell Wilson and Seahawks, I think in the in the Russell Wilson era, the Seahawks have lost to the 49ers like three times in like 10 years. Yeah, I mean, they beat them this year. It's but bizarre. Always, but Seahawks games are always close at the end. Like, isn't yeah. it that simple? Like, they're always within a field goal somehow, no matter how terrible they are. The, uh, the NFC West is like this weird circular thing. I'm not going to say circle jerk because that's not really what's happening here. It's the 49ers. Sorry, the Seahawks beat up on the 49ers. The 49ers beat up on the Rams and the Rams beat up on the Seahawks. <laughs> it's like if you look at the last like 10 years, that's how it goes. Um, and I don't know what the Cardinals do. They're just kind of in the division. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> they're just the around. They've been the they've been the little brother in, in that place, division for a while. They're like the best team in the NFC, but whatever, you know. They could the Cardinals could win the Super Bowl and nobody would admit they're good. <laughs> so I I won't admit they're good. Yeah. Um, all that being said, though, Craig, I, I do think that the Seahawks are just like in a state of disarray right now, and this this passing game is not working. Like nothing's working. Two hundred thirty so yards. That's a lot. So yeah. On this note, so I'm in. I think we got a group chat here. We're all in, in yeah. on Russell Wilson under yardage. Can I can I give you guys an even better bet than Russell Wilson under passing yards? Yeah. Also, we're switching this up here. Uh, we're making it where we don't have to always bet player props now. So heads up, folks. Oh, we're, cool. we're doing weird let shit. You a, let me give you a better one. Spanning our horizons. Yeah, we're growing. It took us thirteen weeks. Sharks, there have been some elite investment opportunities in our lifetime. Uber, Apple. <laughs> the advent of the internet. Yeah, Uber, Google, Apple, Amazon. This is the greatest one of them all. <laughs> I present to you the lock of the 21st century. Wow. Seattle punting more than the 49ers on Sunday. What's the line? <laughs> the line, I almost thought it was a typo. You get plus juice. It is plus 115. 
Let me, I I have looked at this over under sideways. I actually think it's the in this team thing. that had five straight three and outs. The team, the Seahawks have the most punts in the entire NFL. <laughs> the 49ers have God almost damn it. half <laughs> as many punts. The Seahawks have punted 62 times this season. It's the most in the, in the league. For the 49ers says 35 punts, almost half in the same number of games. This is fishy. And if the Seahawks what? punt more than San Francisco, then you actually make more than what you put in. You put in a dollar, you'll get back like a dollar fifteen. This is one of those lines, though, where it makes so much sense. I'm actually wary. Why is Vegas doing this? What I just they think know? that the, who punts more doesn't get any attention from. I don't know who it, you know these sites is setting the punt line. It just they just throw it out there. They got a thousand things to do. They're busy. <laughs> We're too busy to research too busy. the punt one. That's pretty funny. Uh, ben Baldwin on Twitter always posts these. I'm actually scrolling through here. Uh, I think that their offense, I think I saw their offense punts. And maybe it's actually the worst now, but their offense punts the second most uh, relative to like their actual like first down possessions or whatever. Not see, not possessions, series. Uh, they've punted on a higher rate of series than all but the Texans, I believe. And so, you're saying a series is like every, every, set every of first new downs, down. every yeah. fresh set of first right. downs. Like, for instance, put in more plain English, the Seahawks have had three and outs. They had three and out, five three and outs in a row against Washington, and they've done that twice this year now. <laughs> the only team to do that twice. Five straight three and outs. And also, if I can remind you, DK, they have the most punts in the league. Yeah, I mean, that. that's... I was just trying to add on some... Like, I appreciate it. Some, 27 some more punts this season than the Niners. So anyway, I mean, I, I my when only question for you guys is... Do you guys want to invest in this, or should I just forget giving away equity? Maybe I'll just go take a loan out and put it all in this bet, and I'll just, you know, make my own money. I'm going to do the Haralabob move. I'm just going to put my whole paycheck on this bet until it loses every week. <laughs> um, well, listen, I'm already I'm already on the Seahawks are going to suck bandwagon, so Heifetz, if I'm going Russ under 230 yards, I'm going Seahawks more punts than SF, so I'm in. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, here's the deal. With Russell Wilson struggling, with DK Metcalf, like not being able to figure out, like post foursome era DK Metcalf, he just hasn't really figured it out, you know? He's really struggling. You could make the argument, ask me if I'm wrong here, or, or tell me if I'm wrong here. Michael Dixon's the most exciting player on the Seahawks. That's their punter. The punter. The <laughs> I was like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Dixon, a.k.a. The guy who he, did the double punt. Dude, this everything comes back to Australia in this podcast, but he is an Australian. Wow. And he is like one of the most exciting punters in the NFL. Just put it that way. He's the most exciting thing to watch on the Seahawks team wow. right now. He was born yeah, in, in I, Sydney. I, I, I don't really care, to be honest. Like, no disrespect to Michael Dixon. He had the double punt. That was cool. The only punter I will ever actually give a shit about is this kid in college this new who's going to state who's going <laughs> to yeah. be like the 90-yard punter. I feel like Michael like, Dixon was this uh, erasing. What's his name? Matt Ariza. Matt Ariza. Dixon was Ariza before Ariza. He was won the Ray Guy Award. I less of a shit about your punter. I'm sorry, DK. Like, I, I won't watch this Hi game. Fitz, give me punts. this. I'm, I'm no. searching for something fun to watch with my team. And that is the reason. The fun part is winning in. the money. That's why I'm going in. Because I want to root for this. This guy, Michael Dixon, won, was the MVP of the 2017 Texas Bowl. Yes, punter. he was the MVP of a bowl game. Have you ever seen More that? More of an indictment of like the other players <laughs> in the team. Heifetz is just the booster. Taking Matt Ariza should be top 10 yeah. in Heisman voting. 
Pepsi. <laughs> I actually think that there's a real argument. I actually, like, I'm not kidding. Like, I actually think you could make a very lucid argument for that punter. San Diego State's 11 I'm not fucking kidding. Yeah. Like, he's, he has changed the profession. Like, like, don't they have, aren't they like 130th in offense? Oh, they're horrible. They're ranked because they're first in field position. That's crazy. And they're just great on defense. So all they do is just ma- line up Matt, he punts, we stop him on defense, and then score. That's our offense. It is not crazy to me that <laughs> if you actually took away one player from every team, that San Diego State would be the worst team if they lost that guy. Like, that's not crazy to me with the field position he gives them. Being, like, 100% genuine. He's worth, earnest. like, two or three wins. He should get a Heisman votes. Like, he's not outside the top 10. Where's he going to get drafted? Second round? I think he goes in the second round. I yeah. actually, DK, this will be a very big obsession of ours, like, as we do a draft pod. Like, like where this kid goes. Oh, it's awesome. I don't think he's a first yeah. rounder. But What's the earliest I, a punter's ever gone in the last, like, 30 years? Well, third a punter was taken ahead of Russell Wilson, like, eight years ago. So it's not like, crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think J- Sebastian Janikowski, yeah. the Raiders, took a kicker in the first round, like, 20 years ago, which everyone forgets about. I was thinking about this today. I'm Robert Aguayo. I'm starting to do yeah, all my Aguayo. draft research and stuff. I do the top 100 for the ringer every year. And I've, I'll just be 100% honest. Like, I've never actually studied the punters coming out just because I don't care. Until this um, <laughs> And <laughs> none of them are going to be in the top 100. Top I think 100. this guy might be in the top 100. I'm going yeah, like, to study punters. There are not 100 prospects. But, like, if he actually can Like, I want to know the answer of, like, how his field goal kicking and how much that will translate. But, I mean... Dude, if he can actually punt the ball like 85 yards, like he will go before the, the third round ends. Like, it's going to be confident fun. about the that. Seahawks are for sure taking him. All right. Well, the Patriots. Honestly, I, I actually think the Patriots take him, dude. And everyone will like that would be kind of fun, fun. But like actually. he'll be there for 12 years with Bill Belichick. The only <laughs> thing is, I think the Patriots have the best punter in the league right now, or one of them. It's the only Do you thing. think Bill Belichick's going to pass? No, Bill Belichick's taking this guy. I, he'll <laughs> trade up. He's going to. He's going to be the first time Bill Belichick trades up for a guy. Okay. Uh, let's keep going here, DK. Yo. Now that we've talked about the Seahawks for however long. All right, gentlemen. I have a bet proposition for you here. I want $5 on Derek Carr going over six and a half rushing yards. <laughs> six I, and a half, hmm. number one. Doesn't sound like a lot, which I like. Also kind of like, sounds like a lot. Six and a half? Come on. That's not very much. How many times why? have you done that? Well, I don't care. Can I ask why? I, I just, you know, it's a little left field here. Yeah, I, I, can, I can tell you why. Too, because when Derek Carr runs, he lifts his knees up really high. And he looks like one of those dancing lip is honor stallions. Do you know what I'm talking about? The oh. like the white stallion, the, the, the Portuguese yes. horses that they <laughs> yes. shove the electric rods up their asses. Oh, I don't know about that. Is I don't. I just do? know about it from that scene in the in the seems the bad crimson um, in the red top. The been watching too many movie. Lisa Ann videos, Heifetz. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's that Denzel Washington movie? Gene Hackman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Movie? Sure, yeah. Craig, oh, Craig's just like, I've seen every movie in the world, and the second I talk about <laughs> electric rods up a horse's ass, he pretends not to have seen the Denzel Washington Gene Hackman movie. Do you guys see what I'm seeing, though? He, like, runs like that. Yeah, he does. High knees. He high steps So it. why does that make... He's you- a very proud runner. Okay. Um, so that's why. <laughs> I'm basically just rooting <laughs> so for that to happen. So he runs weird, so he'll get many yards with Listen, the run. Listen, I haven't had a lot of success with my props this year when I'm trying to, like, actually find things to root we for were here. Over so I'm just going for... Last I'm going week. for just fun stuff. That's what I'm doing. I want. I was Derek one Carr. for four. No, you no, because <laughs> you bet like the Devontae Smith over catches and yards. You only had one of them. That's a I did the RPS, bet. so I get four bets. I'm one for four. It's pathetic, but I did it <laughs> anyway. Um, here's some actual reasons besides him looking like a Lipizzaner stallion. Uh, Washington football team has given up the fifth most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks this year. He gave up nine. They gave up 95 yards to Daniel Jones in one game. 
17 but to Daniel Matt Jones Ryan. Is like faster than Derek Matt Carr. Matt Ryan. You didn't let me finish. I'm at Ryan slow. Okay, that's good. 17 to Aaron Rodgers, who's 39 years old, and he no, looks Rogers haggard. No, faster than Derek he, Carr. He Matt is, Ryan he's is haggard. He, they gave up to 16 to Russell Wilson, who runs like he's trying to take a, a dispatch to the general across like the battlefield. It's just like hunched over the ball. First like, of here. all, when guys do that, like like 1917, like they look, they run pretty fast when you're doing that. Oh, he tries to run fast. He's just not physically capable of it anymore. I feel like the whole stat about like this team allows X amount of yards to quarterbacks rushing, th that usually just is all dependent on if they've just played mobile quarterbacks, right? It has nothing to do with like... That's why I brought up the Matt Ryan, well, Matt Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Yards. I remember that play, but like I, DK, I respect you a lot as a colleague. Um, I also just have very little interest in being like, Derek Carr, run the ball. So I, for that reason, I'm out. He has gone under this number twice in 12 games this year. I would have led with that if I were you. That's not, wait, that's not right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> were you looking at Daniel Jones or Russell wait, Wilson? Wait, okay. <laughs> Craig, thank you for that. I'm, DK, I'm so out on this right now. I can't even tell you. He's definitely not gone over it. He's gone over times. it four times this I was looking at the season. wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> DK, you have lost my faith in that for that reason I'm out I'm, I'm telling you I'm none out of too. this makes sense it's all logical it's all illogical I'm out too it's DK fun. I think we broke <laughs> it DK okay. yeah, alright Craig let's, uh, let's, let's pivot here alright my new thing that I'm into is just when that, when somebody plays really well I just hammer it the other way the next game I tried it I with Derrick Henry so Le Leonard Fournette had a four touchdown performance last week everyone's all on Lenny we love Lenny happy for him as a player uh, the line for him on total yards, Sharks, total rushing and receiving, is 102 and a half versus Atlanta. He's hit this number once in the last five weeks, and it was last week when he had his big game. Uh, and I just think the four TD game kind of inflated his value a little bit. The last time he played Atlanta, 15 touches, 76 yards. That feels like a normal Leonard Fournette game to me. 15 touches, 76 yards. Ronald Jones is even getting in the mix a little bit here. Um, Brady's on the MVP campaign. He wants to throw as much as he can. I firmly believe that. I don't think 102 yards, that's a lot of yards for Leonard Fournette. Uh, I'm going to take the under. I think this is exactly how you should be doing prop bets. It's like, oh, Leonard Fournette had a huge week last week. Take the under. I think that's honestly why we had a bad couple weeks as we started taking overs. I'm, I think this is perfect. I'm not in. I like it because uh, I think that you are right that they're going to pass a lot in this game. And that they're going to have success passing. Um, the one pro I was looking at, but I don't remember if I actually put it on here. Uh, I did not. But I, there was, uh, I believe, Brady's over-under on completions is 26.5. And I was like, that one looks pretty good to me. I, I think they're just going to like ha have a ton of efficiency. They're going to move the ball. And they're never going to stop passing in this game. And I think that uh, Atlanta's defense, they have no pass rush. Um, yeah, like the worst in the league. They're like a terrible pass defense. So for all those reasons, I like it, and I'm in. Sorry, Lenny. I want Lenny to do well, though. Late season playoff Lenny. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, 
LED headlights and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusion supply. Sticking with this game, Matt Ryan, over 0.5 interceptions. Look, I know this one's going to be, this one's kind of pulpy. But you I want feel Matt like Ryan over rushing yards? I mean, he did He did have 17 rushing yards against uh, Washington. It's a big deal. It's, it is pulpy. It's minus 185 for him to throw a pick. That, that feels like a little heavy. Has he been What done? do you mean? Like you don't think it's going to happen? Well, it's just, I, I guess I need to see like how, how pick friendly has he been this year? So he has at least one, uh, he has at least one pick in every in, in uh, sorry he has not thrown a pick in only one game out of the last six. Oh wow! Um, and several of those games he has two picks. Uh, the Buccaneers are tied for fourth in interceptions this season with fourteen. Their pass rush, I believe, is going to get home. It's going to force bad decisions. It's going to force them to get on the move. All that stuff that you don't want from Matt Ryan. Um, the Falcons are going to be playing in trailing scripts, so they're probably going to have to pass a lot. I would imagine, and also. Just throwing this out there, Matt Ryan has a 0.0 on the matchup strength metric per pro football focus, which is not good. 0.0 is bad in that. How is that possible? That almost makes me feel like the matchups. You tell me about like what is like a 0.0. So what was Luke Falk making his first start for the Jets in Foxborough in Sunday football two years ago? Negative six. Yeah, I don't have that off the top of my head, but yeah, something like that. I don't think it actually goes into negative. How on earth is Matt Ryan a 0.0? Because the pass rush. Advantage, I believe, is like going to be bad for him. And um, generally speaking, the Buccaneers, I don't know. It is kind of interesting because the Buccaneers defense hasn't been as good as you think it is, but this yeah. is just a bad matchup. I don't want to be anti-lytics guy here, but I feel like the PFF matchup score doesn't know that along with Antonio Brown, like the Bucks' primary slot defender also just got suspended for having a fake <laughs> vaccine card. Yeah, that might be that might be slightly different now. <laughs> this, I, could have, this was pre, pre-vaccination thing. I yeah. think... Minus 180 just isn't appealing to me to root for Matt Ryan to throw a pick. And for that reason, I am out. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Do you guys think the booster just got to me? Do you mind just in a commercial? I just mood? think I don't honestly like I'm like, if you guys don't want to be in on my bets, I get it. <laughs> like, just go. That's fine. Just I'm required by contract to give you my my pitches here. <laughs> you don't have to take them. And I don't blame you. Um, Yeah. 185 for a guy to throw a pick against a kind of an average secondary. I'm also, I'm going to lay off this, DK. <laughs> okay. This is the week you go three for three, though, I bet. I guarantee it. Because you, know you know what's funny about this? Is DK's basically saying from Matt Ryan, you know what's going to happen? They're going to get down early, and they're going to start pressing, and they're going to make a mistake. And ironically, I think that's what DK's doing here. He's down early on the prop test. <laughs> now he's pressing. I think I got a 0.0 matchup rating. I think that's bullshit. No, off- no offense to pro football focus, but like, as, like maybe I don't get the metric, but a 0.0 is not possible for Matt Ryan. <laughs> There's no way that Matt Ryan's a 0.0 against the Bucks. Here's, anyway. here's how they've got Kirk Cousins with a 10 going against Detroit. Wait can, wait, can you send me the link to this? It's just under the rankings for PFF fantasy. Send me the link to this right now. I need to peruse this. I, I really genuinely want to know how Matt Ryan's is 0.0 against Tampa Bay. The same guy who does these rankings is the same guy who does the, the punt lines. <laughs> <laughs> We're too That's busy. exactly it. 
All right, they're busy. They got a lot going on. Okay, I'm sticking to this game, though. I'm going to go Cordero Patterson over 37 receiving yards. Mm. Because, I mean, again, last week had a high ankle sprain. I was I, I was concerned about how much, much Patterson was going to be able to do. And then he had 16 carries for 108 freaking yards and two catches for 27. He's obviously like the only way the Falcons can move the ball. But the difference is the Bucs have a top three run defense in football. So I just think that Patterson, he's not like a running back or receiver. He's like, this is just a playmaker. But the plays won't come against Tampa Bay in the running game. I do think we'll be passing and like 37 yards for what is ultimately the best actual player on the Falcons just seems pretty low to me. Craig, I'm thinking I, I generally like this. I mean, he's hit this number more than he hasn't on the season. The last two weeks he hasn't done it though, but they got destroyed by Dallas. That game was a mess. And then they didn't really use him in the passing game against Jacksonville because they were kind of ahead most of the game and then Jacksonville made a late run. But pretty much when they're in games or when they're behind, I don't see why well, this bet wouldn't make any sense. So the game I would point to is the Saints game because those are similar. Like the Saints have a run defense that's about as good as Tampa Bay. Like you can't run in the Saints. You can't run in the Bucks. And against the Saints, Cordell Patterson had nine carries for 10 yards, but he had six catches for 126 yards. Well, and you could also point, I mean, they have played Tampa already this year and he had seven rushes for 11 yards so they couldn't run and he had 58 yards in the passing game. Yeah, and that was in week two when he was not even had the role he had now. So yeah, he almost doubled this number in week two before he even was playing as many snaps. So and now we're, you know, after they're by, they've kind of changed their offense for him. So I, I think 37 is just too low. I like this one. And Calvin Ridley still doesn't look like he's going to be back this week. Cordero over 37. I am in. Sounds like Quadri Allison is healthy again after being sick last week. Maybe they'll give him more carries this week too. Hmm. And yeah, but like... I do think overall just the idea that the the logic that they're not going to be able to run the ball, they're going to use Patterson in the passing game instead. Like, that makes sense. That checks out. So I'm in for those reasons. Group chat. Sweet. All right, Deke, I'm setting it back to you. All right, do you want me to even give my pitch or should I just go <laughs> ahead and make these bets like by myself and sadness <laughs> no. and despair? Okay, cool. Uh, Jalen Hurts, guys. Over 47 and a half rushing yards. I am guessing this number is this number because he has been having, he's had an uh, injured ankle this week, but it sounds like he's going to play. He's been downplaying. It doesn't sound like it's that big of a deal. Um, he wants to play. I think he's tough. He's going to go out and play. I think he's not going to change the way he plays either. Um, he's gone over this number, gentlemen, six straight games. He's averaged 66 yards per game rushing in those games. Uh, he's averaging 11 and a half rush attempts per game in that stretch. So um, not only it's, it doesn't feel fluky. In other words, that he's getting a lot of rushing yards. Um, also this stretch generally coincides with the Eagles' decision to kind of just switch gears and be a run team, base their offense around Jalen Hurts and the run game, how he can be an extension of the run game and do read option, things like that. He's still scrambling a lot, too. Um, so I just think all the things point to that. Uh, him having, you know, just kind of like his his typical game and, and, and going out there and running a lot, and I think that's like the strength of their offense. They have to like, if they're going to make the playoffs, they have to play the, the way that they've been winning. Um, and they're playing the Jets, who have been atrocious against opposing quarterbacks in terms of running the ball, and their defense is just terrible. And so, and I also think they're going to have a leading script in this game. So for all those reasons, I think that Hurts is going to have a good game on the ground. Yeah, I mean, the Jets absolutely suck. Yeah. And they can't stop anybody. I completely agree with your point that I don't think Jalen Hurts feels pain. I don't think he'll let pain stop. He's I'm tough like, I'm, as I'm hell, half dude. kidding. I'm half serious. He's tough. I, I really don't think that Jalen Hurts is going to be running significantly less because of the ankle. I think this is a really good one, DK. Let's just say I'm more into this than the Derek Carr over six yards. <laughs> the Derek Carr one, look, the Derek Carr one, I just want to be 
totally serious, like it was just sort of a joke one. But okay, let's go. My only worry here is that his ankle is a little sore. They just hand it off a ton. And he runs like uh, here, times. Here's uh, a couple it's about, of pieces it's about of... What the, it's an RPO. It's a read. It's based on what the defense does. I know. That, but... that plus, I want to point this out, um, Miles Sanders banged up. Jordan Howard. I'm not even, I don't think... I think he might not be playing. Uh, he's still banged up. I don't think Jordan Howard's playing. And I think Boston Scott was sick this week. I could have misread that. Um, they're really banged up at the running back position too. So they might not want to just be like, hey, here's a bunch of carries for our running backs who are all hurt too. Um yeah, Boston Scott and Jordan Howard did not participate in practice today. Today's Thursday, so we have no idea what's going on. Jalen Hurts was limited with the ankle, but I mean, it seems like he's going to play. He said so, he was going to play. Miles Sanders was full participant. What, Craig? He, uh, Hurts said he was going to play. Yeah. Yeah, so Hurts is going to play, but yeah, to DK's point, yeah, Boston Scott, we'll see illness, what that actually means. Who knows? It's 2021. But Jordan Howard seems unlikely. I, I, I think 47 yards is pretty. I, I like this bet, DK. Sweet. I'm in. DK. Yeah. I've been out Craig? on your first two bets. But, I don't want your pity, Craig. But I'm gonna <laughs> being let, in the group chat out of pity is worse than you not. Being I'm not doing it out of pity. I just want to let All the right. music build. I'm waiting for the music to build. <laughs> and, like the, and I'm in. The shots of me and Craig back and forth, back and forth. The tension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Cool. Okay, folks. Sharks. Sorry. Sharks. <laughs> you're not folks. You're shark. Shark folk. <laughs> I'm coming to you. I'm out. <laughs> Huge mistake. <laughs> you got to start strong, Craig. Can you imagine a guy walks into Shark Tank? He's like, um, sharks. I mean, folks. folks. Sh- shark folks. He's like, like uh, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Shut it down. He's like, he just hit like the escape patch and he falls, through the, or he falls through the floor. He's like, I want to make pizza delivery easy again. And I'm like, I'm back in. Uh, okay. Joe Mixon, running back on the Bengals, over 86 and a half rushing yards. Feels high. 86 Ooh. and a half. They're playing the Chargers who have given up the single most rushing yards to football teams this year. <laughs> to football teams. <laughs> First of all, that's not true. To football teams. Football. Yeah. <laughs> true. So you're, I'm, I'm already, you're already- To NFL teams, sorry. To, to professional, professional football teams. Also, might I add that since Joe Mixon has been healthy, he kind of battled some ankle injuries in the middle of the season. Last two weeks, he has received 28 and 30 carries uh, in the last two weeks. They like to run the ball. Zach Taylor keeps the script balanced. He has not really gone away from that. We've always wanted the whole the Burrow explosion, the 2020 Bengals to come back. They have not. They have been extremely balanced. Even in negative game scripts, they run the ball the third most in the league. They're playing the Chargers, who are terrible on the ground. They're going to let the Bengals do what they want to do, which is run the ball. I like 86 and a half yards for Joe Mixon. I feel like we I've seen this movie before where we're like, this running back will hit this really high number and then they never do. <laughs> okay. No, we did it once against, <laughs> we, we did Najee Harris against the Steelers and what we failed to, to, to realize was that the Steelers suck. The Steelers are a dumpster fire and just can't move the ball. The Bengals are actually a serviceable team and also they commit and have a better line somehow than the Steelers do at this point running the football. 28, 30 carries the last two weeks. I think that's actually correct. I think that Mixon is like at this point the the way the Bengals want to play, and I think he's wanted to be for a few years. But now their lines—I'm not going to say their lines good, but it's certainly the best their offensive line has been like what feels like in four or five years. You know what? Uh, it's such a high number, and that makes me want to not do it. But okay, how many carries would you need to know that Mixon is going to get that you would bet this number? Eighteen. He's going to get 18 carries. All right. You know what? You're right. All right. Fuck it. All right. You know what? I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm gonna regret this, but like I, I yeah. think you're right. He will when he has number. 28 he yards at half. High number. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we went 0 for 10 last week betting all overs, and that's why we lost because we just should bet only unders. To be clear, we should only bet unders. Like just to be totally clear here. My first two bets were unders, guys. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure if we check the numbers that we are betting, I actually think our win rate on unders is 80% and our win rate on overs is like <laughs> Holy Wow. Yeah, just throwing it out there. But sure, I'll do the over on 87 yards. Why not? <laughs> Why it learn does from the seem past? like a lot. It does seem like a lot. Um, fuck it, I'm into. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. go for 10 every week. Throw the fiber He just needs, what, 12 fun. times more rushing yards than Derek Carr is supposed to get this week. <laughs> <laughs> that was good math off the top. Was that correct, though? Is it? Oh, 80, almost, basically. We'll never know. Yeah. No, I'm not going to check. What are we going to do? All right, this is good. All right, I'll give you one last one. I'm, You know what? Enough of the prop bets. I'm just giving you an actual regular-ass bet. Okay. Uh, I'm just okay. giving you a regular-ass two-team <laughs> teaser, man. Eagles giving one to the Jets, Bucks giving five to the Falcons. Like, the Jets are awful, and the Eagles seem awful last week, but, like, the Giants, I, I know that maybe this is my Giants privilege talk, the Giants are better than the Jets. Like, the Giants' <laughs> defense is James Bradbury and Adoree Jackson. They do have good cornerbacks. Um, the Jets don't, man. Like, the Jets don't. The Jets are a dumpster fire in defense. Their cornerback group is awful. Like, I really, and they can't stop the run. Like, I, I, I do not think the Jets are going to be able to beat the Eagles. So, you move the line down to one. The Eagles just have to basically just have to win the game, and the Bucs just have to beat the Falcons by five. I think both those are going to happen swimmingly. I like yeah. the Bucs one a lot. I got weird vibes about the Jets game. Don't you? They're in New York. The Eagles suck. Jalen Hurts has got a bulky ankle. This to me is like one of those, like, survivor pool weeks where you're like, oh, it's going to be the Eagles. <clears throat> and it doesn't work out. Everybody's hating on Zach Wilson. Yeah, because he sucks. First of all, it's important to remember the Eagles D-line is going to manhandle the Jets outline. Yeah. And the Jets beat the Texans. They beat the Texans. Who cares? Like, the Texans can't manhandle the Jets. The Jets got the Jets are able to compete when they don't get destroyed up front. The Eagles are going to destroy them up front. Don't get me wrong. Like, this looks... Good to me. You know what I mean? Like it looks like a solid bet to my, but to my feeble little nascent brain and betting, <laughs> your smooth brain, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> For all the reasons that Craig just said about brains, I'm in. <laughs> How about it? I just really think that I think the Bucks are going to dominate, first of all. I, I do too. And then I just can't. I can't see the Eagles losing to the to the Jets here. So yeah. Could you see the Bengals losing to the Jets? Because they did. Could you have seen the Titans losing to the Jets? Because they did. But the Titans didn't have like seven of their best. That was like they didn't have any That's players. Fair. Like That's a fair point. Who cares? They're the Jets. All their good players were out. I don't like your tone when you say because they did. Ryan frankly. Tannehill was playing in the game. <laughs> All right. Well, then you know what, Craig? When we win this bet, then you know what? Like... <laughs> I'll, I'll appreciate the nice little. I got weird vibes. Pop. I got weird. This happens His all the time. Spidey senses are tingling. I got, this right is now. Too, you know what? It smells fishy. <laughs> it's too easy. All I'm right. gonna sit this one out. <laughs> Good riddance. Didn't want him anyway. I'm oh, I just want to say the bet makes sense in my head. Something Looks like a great unforgettable. Bet. Looks like a great uh, bet. With time. Let's do some long shots here. Craig, yeah. you should give us something better, huh? No, I just want to... <clears throat> God, I got a frog in my throat. Hold on, <laughs> folks. I'm going to take a drink of water. Not cutting this. This is like what I do I would really prefer pot. no one had to hear the sound that you just made. And it's literally in your control. 
Can we bleep it out? Like a curse word? No. We curse in this podcast. Can we bleep out like the coughs? No. Sorry. Just not going to do that. Because is a cough that much worse? A bleep is kind of harsh to the ears. Okay. <laughs> I've hit on these in two straight weeks. Two straight shark tanks. I've gone 2-0 and o on who's going to score the first TD in the game. You love these. I yeah. love them. I'm going to ride it until I fall off. I'm going with Pittsburgh. <laughs> or you could just take the profit and leave. But I guess that's not the point of gambling now, is it? No. To my little... My little <laughs> my fresh. nascent. <laughs> it's kind of like when Giannis hits a three. I mean, not anymore because I guess he's better, but it's kind of like when teams would be like, yeah, we really hope that Giannis would hit the first two threes of the game so he'd keep shooting the whole game. That's basically what Vegas hopes. They hope you win your first two bets like these so you make the next eight and you're like, oh, I can't believe I'm two and eight in these. Yeah, you know, it, it's like the Talladega Knights. That's my brain. Newborn, baby Craig's sports betting brain doesn't know anything. <laughs> Five pounds, eight ounces. Five pounds. That, isn't your, how much does your brain weigh? Showdown Whoa. time. Post post vax. I have no man who could who could say. Your head has got to be heavy, man. Some people's brains are heavier than others. All right, so I'm I'm gonna go Pittsburgh to score the first TD of the game against Baltimore. They're at home. They're getting plus odds to do so. The Steelers are straight up somehow a better first quarter scoring team than Baltimore. And this the is, Ravens start slow. Yes, I um, feel like. And I know like TJ Watt's not playing. He's at COVID, but. I I like following this metric. I like looking at first quarter stats and how these teams perform, and it's worked both times. I like the Steelers at home uh, getting in a touchdown. Uh, a little Chase Claypool 40-yarder to get the game so going. Before, before Big Ben gets exhausted. That's well, honestly how it goes. The, the Steelers <laughs> have one good drive, and they never do anything the rest of the well, game. Do you think the Steelers can win this game, Craig? Um, No. Because isn't this the exact kind of game the Steelers usually win? The game where everyone's like, it totally makes no sense. Chance. But man, I, Ben's getting worse. So <laughs> I, I think he putting like, a, like you think he works out. Mm, I think he like rides a I'm bike. Sure, for he half works hour. out. Could you imagine if he didn't? Work? He goes walking. He he walks. <laughs> He's a walker. We have no TJ Watt. Our he offense is hurt. The lines hurt. Claypool's Those are hurt. the games the Steelers win, dude. I feel like Washington and Pittsburgh are the two underdogs. I'm kind of looking at Pittsburgh. It's entirely a vibes thing of just like no one expects Steelers to win. That's when they're close. And then Washington, I kind of think it's just as good as the Raiders. And like Washington, I actually think is oddly well-suited to beat the Raiders straight up. I think Washington's mm -hmm. a really well-coached team. They're very well-coached in the running game. The rate, like, oh. like Washington running oh. the ball down their throat is like a very good way to beat the Raiders defense. I don't know. I, I was thinking about parlaying Washington and Steelers. I don't want to parlay the Steelers. I'm just going to bet on Washington. I like that. Uh, what is that? So you're just betting on Washington. Winning yeah, out. yeah. I, I was thinking about it, but like the Steelers, it's like I'm intrigued in the Steelers as an underdog, but I don't want to parlay them. Washington plus 115 money line. Yeah, I think that's solid. I like that. All right. Do you want to hear my moonshot? Because it's related to this. Yep. This is the bet $10 when a MacBook bet. Uh, very unlikely to happen. We acknowledge that. However, it's fun and we want to do it. So here's one. Terry McLaurin. There's three ways, three legs on this. Terry McLaurin, first touchdown scorer. It's eight to one. For Washington or in the game? In the game. game. Okay. Antonio Gibson, last touchdown scorer. Salt in the game away. Just <laughs> controlling the clock, running. Gibson's getting better as the game goes on. He's getting better as the year goes on. That's seven to one. And then the Washington money line. All that together, it's uh, plus 12,500. So 10 bucks wins $1,260. What do you think? I'm going to make, I'll make this bet. 
I'll do this with you. <laughs> Sweet. I, it will lose, but I actually like this a lot. I mean, yeah, that's why it's the moonshot. But still, but I, I like this one a lot. What's, the- what, what's frustrating is that like the whole point of like a ten dollar to win twelve hundred dollar bet is you want to like have it like possible in the day. Whereas this one, if McLaurin doesn't score the first touchdown, <laughs> we'll out. just be immediately distraught. <laughs> However, if he does, we're going to be freaking out. Yeah. yeah I'll I'm do in. it. I'll do it with you. I'm in. Okay. And uh, we can we skip over last week's bets. Well, we'll just recap the uh, winning bets. Um, we didn't do last week. It was two weeks ago, but still, yeah. It's, oh, yeah, right. It's we still painful. For- it still hurts to f- to talk about. I don't well, want to Yeah, we, we couldn't do it last week because we literally didn't have any money. So we had we went, to, yeah, we were out. We had to wait yeah. for another <laughs> we paycheck. We had to wait for like, the, yeah, like the direct deposit to, to we're land. We're thankful for all the family yeah. members we're begging for money for from. Okay. <laughs> um, Jeez, I think last week uh, really destroyed us. We're really tough. Okay. Want to bring our listener league? Yeah. Who? Yeah. Uh, we got two folks. Ringer Listener League. Go to Fandle.com. I think it's uh, well, just just Google Ringer Listener League Fandle. It'll be the first thing that comes up. Go to the Fandle app. We also still have the Bad Quarterback League. It's NFL game styles right at the bottom. We got Bad Quarterback. The Ringer Listener League. Do you guys have any specific uh players you like this week? I got two I like. I want to talk about real quick. Okay, Brandon Brandon Ayuk. Waddle too. There we go. I. No, I'm not taking anyone against the Giants. The Giants are just incredible. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I The guy I like mm-hmm. this week is Jamal Williams for the Lions. I think Jamal Williams has a really big oh, week. Oh, that's a good Swift's probably not going to play. Yeah. Honestly, Jamal Williams' numbers have not really... The price on FanDuel has not reflected how much he will play. I think Jamal Williams could pretty easily be a top seven, top eight running back this week. And he's not even close to really reflecting that. So, uh, I like Jamal uh, Williams, yeah. baby. Craig, what do you got? My thing isn't exactly like a risky bet, but I like the I like the Brady and Mike Evans stack this week. I th- I think this is like a three touchdown Mike Evans game. Uh, I think he did that the last time he played Atlanta. And it, Mike Evans is always like a division killer. He always uh, puts up huge numbers when he plays division teams, unless it's Marshawn Lattimore, and then it gets a little testy. But Brady's going to have a really clean pocket this week, and that's when he's been the best this year. Atlanta has a really shitty pass rush. I just think Brady's going to have like four or five touchdowns this week. <laughs> I do too. And I think he'll be the MVP front runner at the end of the week. It's up for the grabs and it's 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 him, I think. Like as long as he doesn't throw it away, I think he's yeah. the MVP. Can I give you guys a take or should maybe I should save this for for this take for later? No, go ahead. Cuz you know like the thing is like oh everything's up for grabs. Yeah. And um MVP, the parody. I don't think there's any parody. I think the parody we're going to look back on is a giant freaking myth. So you th- who do you think is You think good it's then? like this every year? I think that the only good teams are the four from the, fi- the final four from last year? So it's Bills and Chiefs, and Packers and Bucks, and then you're adding in the Patriots and the AFC and the Cowboys and the NFC. There's six teams. I don't think any of the other ones are legit. You don't like the Cardinals or the Rams? I I I, I do not think. I, I think when the Cardinals, yeah, and I don't Cliff Kingsbury that. get washed by a better coaching staff in the playoffs, we'll feel very silly for being like, oh yeah, Kyler and Cliff in their first playoff games are going to be like great. They're not going to go win a Super Bowl. I, I, I just don't think Cliff Kingsbury is going to win a Super Bowl in like first playoff. Run. What about the New England Patriots? I put them in. It's the final four from last year plus the Patriots and the Cowboys. There's six oh, okay. teams. That's totally normal. For I, think, I think, Heifetz, I kind of agree with you about the AFC. I think the NFC has a lot of parody, though. Also, I don't think it's necessarily... I, I think what you're saying, Heifetz, is not that controversial, but it's more that the records and the wins and losses on the schedule... Are what's yeah, really yeah, no, spread the, out. The, the wins and losses are, but I'm I'm also saying like by the end of the season we're going to look back and it isn't like this because I think the the cream is going to separate. Like the MVP is going to go to one of the teams probably that got to buy. I just think it, if the Bucks or the Packers get it, it's probably going to be Rodgers or Brady. 
If the Cardinals get the bye and Kyler missed a month, I think that'll be interesting. But I also just don't think they will. Do you think there's any way they give Rodgers the MVP? I don't yes. think there's any way they give him. No, I think he will. I, I, <laughs> I really don't. Like don't. Him? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't think he no. fucking I, faked I, getting a vaccine. Anyone last year? You think they're going to give him it again? Oh, man. I don't think it would I, matter. I think I they think him winning him. last... Dude, I don't think people are voting on the vaccine stuff. It's on Twitter. Yeah, it's I in real it life. Matters. Like, no. I, the, real, the, real, the reality of MVP is people get bored, right? Like, Rogers winning last year, but... I, I, I If the Rogers thing came out right before the vote, maybe. But it's like in the rearview mirror at this point, I feel like. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think. I like. Rogers I think it's going to be MVP. Brady. Craig's going to lobby for it. He's going to be like. I think it's Brady Rogers. Whoever keep came, keep bringing up the whole like immunization thing, the whole quote like immunization. Yeah. <laughs> Just like throwing it out there every week to keep people plugged in. All right, and then lastly, here very important thing we have to discuss. We talked about what does upside down mean. <laughs> Wait, Craig we didn't talk I, about the bad QB league. Make sure we're doing bad QB league. Yeah, check out the Bad QB League. It's it's fanduel.com slash bad QB. Go to Game Styles NFL or NFL Game Styles. We're right at the bottom. Do bad QB. You can play against us. Yes. But the but we got we got a lot of people pointing this out to us today. So today we're recording this on December 2nd, 2021, which is 12022021 when you spell it out fully. And so not only is that a palindrome of 1202. Double like twelve oh two two oh two one. It's the same but thing if you backwards flip and it forwards. Upside down. It's the same thing backward and forward. It's also the same thing upside down. Oh. which led, which reignited our conversation of what does upside down crucially, mean? Crucially, crucially, it's upside down if you'd use rotational, uh, whatever it's called. What is it called? The rotational. <laughs> what's the actual technical word? That symmetry. Symmetry. Yes. Rotational symmetry, if you use reflectional symmetry, which is what you guys think in, that's like your main, that's your mother tongue, that's your language. <laughs> yeah, <Mother> okay. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work because then the twos become S's. <laughs> so. I, I've realized where I think of upside down. I think of it like a calendar, like a physical calendar where you flip the page, like yeah. top to bottom. Yeah, that people to me were, is what upside people down were mad means. that I wasn't bringing this up, by the way. If you write on a piece of fucking paper... The only way it's going to be upside down is if you rotate it. Yeah, that's a good if you point. you flip it over, you're not going to see anything. Well, I think Heifetz and I are almost thinking <laughs> digitally because we're you mm. know, millennials. And you're oh, thinking... Oh, shit. And you're thinking that tangibly. That actually could be something. This, that this actually, actually makes a ton of Do you of guys sense. even know how to write? Can you write? I haven't written in a decade. <laughs> oh, you want my best take? My only take that's correct? Okay. I have one take that's right, which is um, everyone who's a writer now should be called a typer. Yeah. No one I mean, fucking writes. Yeah, I mean, type. yeah. everybody but if you knows people that. A typer. Yeah, but if it was like, oh, I'm Danny Hyfe, it's staff typer for the Ringer. That would be really demeaning. <laughs> Roger Sherman's uh, title on his uh, Twitter is in internetsman. Internetsman. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> Who I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. We just live on the internet. Um, anyway, yeah, Craig and I have internet brand. Okay, I think we've officially run out of things to talk about. All right, survive the boosted show. Uh, do we have Fanduel odds boosted? I don't know. I guess that's only you know, we have to we have to be at the Bill Simmons level like actual Fanduel boosted One odds. day we just get her. It's all right. We got the Ringer Listener League. Check it out. Check out the Fanduel.com slash bad QB. Play against us. A lot of bad QBs out there. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Craig. Um, thank you, all the people who pointed out rotational symmetry and reflectional. That was really crazy. And thank you again to everyone who had us on our Spotify rap. That was really cool. Thank you to people who tweeted us and put us on Instagram and emailed us. Yeah, that was it awesome. It actually means a lot. We somebody, really appreciate it. Somebody tweeted me saying like, hey, uh, I reject the fact that only people, you, you're only counting the amount of minutes listened on Spotify. Like I listen to every episode on Apple. 
Oh, that's fair. And my response to that is, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, Apple doesn't track your numbers like Spotify does. So that's just one of the prices you have to pay. Got to bump the numbers up. Those are the rookie numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Hop on over to Spotty. Come on, Spotify. Water's fine spot. over here. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on in. Yeah. There's room. Give it those stars. Come on in. The water's fine. <laughs> Give us those stars. Give us those stars. Love that money. Goodbye, everyone. Wait, uh, whoa, 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 Is this oh your my first God. radio? Come oh, on. I got caught up in the thanking real people. Thank you, Lauren. Lauren is as real as it gets, Hyphus. Uh, thank you. Why? That's so embarrassing. Well, no, it's not. I was just so, so caught up in the moment of thanking people put us on the ramp. She doing why? Yeah, W-H-Y question mark. Oh. I good, good music. Good songs. I don't know that. Look up the song George Washington by Y. Okay. First thing came up was... um. Sabrina Carpenter with the, the song named Why. What do you want me to go? Why question mark? What song? George Washington. George Washington. Why George Washington? But if you Google just why question mark George Washington, it's like, why is George Washington important? <laughs> why did he die? This is like when we were named the Dantasy podcast, and, and anytime anyone types it in, it's just, did you mean fantasy? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't our finest idea, was it? I can't get this, DK. That's fine. Song. Go to Spotify. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm like, ugh, I just. <laughs> you have an account? I think you have an account. I'll pull it up on the old spot. Check that spot. <laughs> Craig, we're testing the limits for what Craig will leave in. <laughs> yeah, how long can we go here? <laughs> None. We're done. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>